Life is so much better when you have friends to connect and kiki with. And no matter how near or far you are, thank God for things like WhatsApp to always keep you together. And in this friendship, all day and all night, we send each other long as voice notes. Every day we discuss just about everything from what we have for dinner to the music we like to the men we met to exercise and don't forget our absolute favorite thing insecure so sit back and relax as these two girls tell you everything about life love and all things in between welcome to long air voice notes hello family and friends thanks so much for coming back and welcome to the fifth episode of long af voice notes so by now you guys know us you guys love us or at least that's what we think <laughs> in our head <laughs> i am marty marty underscore san diego across social platforms with my beautiful co-host <laughs> sarita braxton also sarita braxton on all social media and we're just glad that you came back to us today. So let's dive right into this juiciness. Sarita, if you had to grade Insecure Season 4, Episode 5, what grade would you give it? Wow, this is literally everything that I've been waiting for. I'm going to give it an A. Should I give it an A plus? Oh, are, are you in the 90s? I don't know. It was so good. It was so good. Like I was texting you while I was watching. I'm like, I'm halfway through and I can't stop just reacting from every scene. So, okay. A plus. I'm just kind of, it's official. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I give it an A too. And you know, for me, that's girl, it took us a while, but <laughs> you got there. It's, it's there. All right. Let's jump right into relationships. Let's go through it. Wow. What do you think? What do you think? Let's start with um. Let's start with Nathan and Issa. Girl, <laughs> that light skin bay made a return. You know, I've been rooting for this the whole season, but I felt like it was a nice uh, ease into light skin bay. You know, he there was no rekindling of the romance. They had this really cute hug. I know you saw the linger. Mm-hmm. The look on their faces as they hugged each other, but again, social media bringing old bays back into your life. Girl. I find it super interesting. First, Lawrence messaged Issa, sliding in the DMs. Issa sees Nathan online. Slides, I mean, it's but hey, this is the way that we we do things, you know, watching each other's stories, reacting to posts. So I thought that was super cute. I like the way that they brought him back. Yeah, I was like, oh, hey, it's you. And I just was like, at what point, how far in your pocket do you keep the guys? Because you might need them, you know what I mean? And I'm like, well, people should be able to also have a friendship or, like, call on people when they need them because of their strengths. But I was like, ah, ah, like, why are you here? I was like, mm. yeah. but we know why he ended up being there in the long run but the one thing i didn't like he wants vip access boo boo we're not together that, we don't talk pay for my stuff Thank you. that that was cringy i mean i know he was trying to be cute but that was really cringy girl mm, all right so let's move over to lawrence and condola what do you think wow well this all this is like relationships slash friendships but 
what was the deal with Condola ghosting Issa because she broke up with Lawrence and this is like a professional relationship? Like, okay, cool, you guys don't have to be friends, but like you're helping her with this massive block party and then you just disappear because you broke up with her ex. Like that confused me. And she also didn't really seem that remorseful. She apologized, but then again, dipped out. Um, but that wasn't a surprise, at least not to me, the the breakup between Lawrence and Condola. We saw at the Thanksgiving uh, party that they are not on the same page. So I, I know you wanted Lawrence to talk last episode, so I guess maybe this was the news he was going to deliver. But I think he was going to maybe just tell Issa because he didn't tell anyone else about it. Neither did she. So that was kind of weird. But also yeah i um i was like first of all you guys broke up but when were you guys together i'm, I'm like i'm like i'm always confused now and i and it's so interesting to see because in the past i used to have this problem right before i hit maybe 30 where i was like oh if me and this person are talking every day for four months we're together you know what i mean i still had yeah. that mindset and like people have to watch what they say but i was like Condola, how do y'all break up when y'all wasn't together? Like, y'all wasn't boyfriend and girlfriend. To our knowledge, you guys were dating, especially since her homegirl was like, y'all were just, you're a thing, Lawrence. I'm like, a thing is not a boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like, a thing doesn't have to invite himself over. So I'm like, y'all broke up. And I'm like, it was y'all. But I'm just like, whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> That's super interesting. Because my, my roommate, she's from France. And she saw a post and the girl said, oh, I've been dating my boyfriend for three years. And she's like, why would you say you're dating him? Like, why wouldn't you say you're in a relationship? So I think the terminology we use also can be a bit conflicting. Because like you said, like, oh, we've been dating. We've been going on dates for three months, but we're not official. Or you could say like, yeah, I've been dating him for three years and, and that's my boyfriend. So yeah, this, this, there's not really, they're not making the relationship super clear, except for uh molly and asian day andrew which we heard this episode that they are in a relationship that was his girlfriend he introduced her i was like <laughs> she, she finally got the, the upgrade to girlfriend that she's been looking for so tell me tell me i could see that he, <laughs> you got something to say about molly and no and i just was like okay and I don't believe in rushing into things, but I also don't think it takes that long. Like, so I'm like, thank you, Andrew. You guys have been dating. You guys, you guys first started off. We know at Coachella, y'all was feeling each other. Okay, now you fast forward. You guys are going through, you know, some little small issues that you do go through in the beginning of a relationship while you're still learning somebody, but it didn't take you two years to make this girl your girlfriend. And I was appreciative of that because I'm like, we too old for this shit. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Ella, we, mm-mm. So I was like, yes, yes. And I loved the dynamic of their relationship through this whole episode. You know what I mean? I don't know if you if y'all caught it, but he was stroking her arm and I was like, come on, physical touch. <laughs> exactly. He was encouraging her. We saw that they were together a lot more. So we know that maybe she was valuing the advice that he was giving about her working too much or maybe she realized like okay i need to figure this out if i want to keep this man in my life so for him being in her room um telling her what to put on to them going to the event together to even after the blow up he was still with her and making sure that she was comfortable to them dancing like i love their dynamic and i'm like she deserves this or at least i i feel like she does um but i i loved it what do you what do you think 
I agree. I love the dynamic in the relationship. I love the wobble when he was, she's like, do you want me to teach you the moves? And Andrew was like, you haven't met me? Baby girl. <laughs> she's like, I've been going to cookout since 2005, honey. I've been invited, you know? So I love that. But I was a little torn at the end. Like, I love the support. I love him standing by his woman because maybe we don't see this enough. Like, even whatever, whatever you think about whatever your girlfriend did, like, you support her. You're there for her. And at the end, like, I don't, I didn't really appreciate the, uh, the coddling. I felt like he sort of coddled Molly after that blow up. And I don't feel like, I mean, maybe it was too soon afterwards, but I don't feel like anyone was like, do you feel like this was an appropriate response to the situation? And I don't know if that's going to be an issue, but of course, like you want your partner to support you. But I also feel like they need to bring you back down when you get a little heated. But for him, he was just more about apologizing and smoothing things over, which I uh, also appreciate. I guess maybe it wasn't the right time to be like questioning the way she nuts if she bucked at Issa. Girl, I, I was like, is this uh, uh, insecure or world star? You know, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hold, hold your thoughts though, because we, we still going. <laughs> Tiffany and what is, is his name Derek? Yeah, that sounds right. Tiffany and Derek, possibly. What do you What do you think? What do you think? Girl, I don't know. I can't help but love him. I mean, Tiffany's a mess. Talking about where's the frosé, but I, I thought they were, I don't know. I, I love his yin to her yang. Like, she's like, I'm here turning up, mommy's day out. And he was like, cool, I'm going to go. You know, there wasn't any animosity, it seemed. Like, he was just like, cool. Like, she's been through a lot pregnancy breastfeeding obviously she mentioned she's ha having a hard time with that so he was like I'm gonna go and I really like him I like like you said before we didn't really see them a lot together but it looks like they they are also very compatible yeah, yeah I love their dynamic um I think it is a a great example of a 50 50 like he's so into his child and he's like He's into his child and he's into his wife. So when he like spazzed on the dudes for calling them old, and he was like, then he's like, I'm sorry, I'm tired. But I was like, if my man don't stand up for me like that, I don't want it. And he was like, you better stand up for your wife. But also, I really appreciated him realizing that she needed to stay out. And he was like, I'm going to go ahead and go home. A lot of dudes, it's the other way around. When they're like, okay, like the baby is going ahead and go, I'm going to stay. So I really right. appreciate the dynamic because you see that there's this, this equal respect and um, just for parenthood or like they're in it together, which you don't see a lot of times. Like it's always the moms doing so much stuff and not every situation, but I would say it's 70, 30, like set out of a hundred percent, 70% of dads let the mom do whatever and they don't help as much as they should. Or part of it is they're just not considerate of what the mom is going through. And you can tell that he knows. And I just hella appreciate that. All right, your girl Kelly and her new bae. What's up? What's, what's up? What you think? <laughs> what you think uh, about crazy-ass Kelly? Kelly for president. Like, can Kelly just have a spinoff at some point? Because that British accent was epic. I love her so much. 
Also, I know that the Bank of America employees are going to be really happy to know that they are part of a branch of government now. Um, that was a whole mess, but like I just expected nothing else from Kelly. <laughs> right, 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 right. We are not surprised, even though we love it, but we expect nothing less. That is that's a perfect way. Yes, yes. In terms of Kelly, yes. That is so funny that you say that. Um, yeah, that that accent took me out because you know, I frequent I just spend so much time in London. I was like, first of all, you don't even sound like a black British person, you sound like a white British person. I was like, this fake ass accent. It was just so funny because I remember I used to like speak in a British accent like when I used to be here just so I could practice and just to see who like really believes me if I was believable. And I was like, girl, you are not and the part at the end when she was like nigga I'm from Philly I collide I was like yo shorty is so crazy but also her love interest in this I've seen him before but I can't remember where like he's either an artist or like he's something though I've seen him somewhere before so I need to look up who he is so I was like oh that's whatchamacallit but I was like who who is whatchamacallit and I was like I don't remember but yeah I loved all the different all the different relationship playouts in this. Kelly, she is all of us. We are all Kelly, or we would love yeah. to be like a Kelly, just young wild fish. She can either be with the old white man from the first block party, or she could be with this cute dude who has raisins for brains. So anyways, let's dive into friendships. This is gonna be a long one, I know. Um, let's say Molly and Lisa for last. Um, but let's start with Lawrence and Tiffany's husband because he made a very interesting comment. Did you catch it? I did. He said usually Lawrence tells him too much. Girl, where also where is Lawrence? I mean, like you were saying, Lawrence shows up, like he shows up for everything. But he didn't show up for the black party. Yep. So let's go straight into Lawrence and Issa. Their friendship. I was so shocked he was not there. And I right? was like, I'm curious to know if maybe him and Condola had a conversation and she was like, please, you know, like, I just need to go and handle this. Don't come up. But listen, yeah. me and my ex's friends, and if he don't show up to something that I'm doing when I'm out there, I'm going to be pissed. And not that Issa yeah. would be pissed and not that she wasn't even worrying about it. But if y'all are still that close, support me in something that is this big. Because then yeah. I felt like she had to get her support from Nathan, so let's talk about their friendship or whatever. She has to get the support from him. And like, although I appreciate him being so supportive of her and like taking her back through the nostalgia and yeah, this is what we were talking about at Coachella. Nigga, you ain't been here. Like you ghosted. So yeah, you're here, but how convenient is it for you to turn it on and off like a light switch? I didn't like that. And I was like, if you are friends with somebody or you build some type of relationship before you guys are intimate, it should still be that way or keep that same energy. So I, I didn't appreciate that. I'm like, yeah, you can't keep running in and out of my line. Like, no. Oh. Your ass, like, boy. Like I can literally see you singing that during that scene as well. I was like, what do you think? <laughs> okay, he wasn't with her when she was shooting in the gym. But I, I don't know. I like the purpose of him being there just to remind her how far she's come when she was talking about it. And, and because I, I think we can talk about this in other ships, but they address this, you know, because I'm the only one who watches the wind down. They address this 
imposter syndrome. Like you, you always feel like you're not qualified, even when something's happening, even when you are, are, you've literally achieved your goal. You still feel like, uh, like when he said, Oh, you got the, the donut signage. She was like, Oh, you know, like they don't actually have donuts there. Like I felt like she was kind of undercutting herself. She wasn't as confident, even though she put on this amazing event with incredible music. And I also want to know your thoughts on the music because you know, it was supposed to be uh, supporting Inglewood artists and everything. But I love that he was there to be like, no, look how far you've come and how much you've accomplished and everything that you put together. Whether or not it looks like a farmer's market because there's nothing but white people here, it doesn't matter. Like you have, that is a, a massive feat. And I, I like just his purpose of being there to be like, look where you started from and now you're here. Yeah, I just wish it was Lawrence, that's all. <laughs> I just but wish it was, it was, it was the same because he was, you know, they were at Coachella. He was like, eh, start your own thing, you know. So Lawrence wasn't at Coachella. Um, <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Um, okay, I'm going to go into Tiffany and Kelly. So we see in the beginning, Molly has not come yet. So Tiffany, Kelly, and Issa are taking the pictures which I love because it was like sexy jail something. And that shit took me out because I was like, if you not my friend like this, then I don't yeah. want it. Okay. Yeah. And I just love that. But also the other thing that I noticed very much so was after Issa and Molly's whatever, who went where Tiffany went mm -hmm. with Issa and Kelly went with Molly. And I was like, this is also important because yeah. When you are in friendships with more than two people, you really have to watch that because friends notice that. And I know I used to always notice like, okay, when me and one friend got into it, how would the other, where would the other friend go? And I used to be like, you can't always go run after her because what about me? And not that I need you to be on my side, but you have to make sure that you also stay very much so neutral because that says a lot to me if you go to there. So if you're going to go to her, are you coming to me and asking me if I'm okay too? Or when friends are like, oh, well, have you called, called, called? Like, no. And it really makes it difficult when you are caught in those type of situations because it's like, who do you go to? Or how do you make sure that you're there for both of the friends? Because some friends coddle friends, like you're just saying with Andrew and Molly, but I'm like, I feel like, like, I feel like Tiffany and Kelly shouldn't have gone with either one of them. Although I appreciated it because somebody needed to check on both of them, yes. But I'm like, you can tell also that Kelly and Molly are very much closer because this is not their first time where they've had a moment. And I'm like, this this speaks volumes to me at least. And it's like, well, maybe Kelly, and this it made me want to know the dynamics of the friendship. I was like, maybe Kelly came into the group through Molly. So they already had their separate thing. And maybe Tiffany came through the group for Issa and now they all hang out together. But also, do you notice Kelly and Tiffany's relationship together now? Because I'm like, yeah. what? what's the dynamic of their relationship post the blow up from last season where she's like why didn't you ask us to do your baby shower what do you think i think maybe the baby being born brought them closer together right mm. like it, it was one part of the episode where kelly was holding the baby and the baby was like trying to breastfeed and she was like ain't nothing in there so i think maybe that was the the point where they let bygones be bygones and this baby brought them together I don't know. I've just seen them a lot closer since Tiffany gave birth. No, but speaking of Kelly, 
what was happening with Issa's brother and Kelly? Like, did I miss something? Girl, like, I was saving that for for other ships because, but 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 we can, we can go right in here because I was like, have y'all had sexual relations before? And now you guys hate each other. That was crazy. But it also shows you that if I don't fuck with you, my brother don't fuck with you because he hugged Tiffany, right? Yeah. He was like, "Oh, what's up, Molly?" And I was like, "What?" And I was like, "That's like my sister. If I don't like you, she don't like you." Period, yeah. boo. Because my sister is my friend too. At the end of the day, she yeah. might be my sibling, but that's my homie. You know what I mean? And I was just like, oh. And then him and Tiffany, yeah, I was. I mean, him and Kelly, I was floored. I was like, this is so funny. But I was like, but where did it come from? We've never exactly. seen them act like this before. So I was dying laughing. I was like, uh, this is awkward, low key yeah. awkward, and low key funny. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> With her British accent added to the ridiculousness. He was like, where are you from? This girl says South Central London. I was like, boo, there's a South London. And then <laughs> London. Ain't no poppycock, but I was here for it. It was, it was great. It was great. It was so great. Um, anything else about her, her brother and, and Kelly that you noticed? No, but I need answers. Hopefully next episode we figure out what happened. Take us back two months ago so we can understand why they, why they have so much beef. Dang, it was intense. Have you ever thought about drowning yourself? Like, <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was jabs. I was just like, ooh, ooh. Okay, um, Nathan and Andrew. Any thoughts there? Hmm, nice. I almost forgot that they were friends. And that's how, you know, I was like, wait, Nathan hooked him up? Oh, yeah, that's right. They were roommates. That's how Molly met him. I mean, I... I don't know. This might be a controversial stance, but I appreciate that Nathan was the one to go to Andrew just to save Issa from a massive failure of not having a headliner at this event. Um, I know that this was obviously not good for the relationship part for Molly and Andrew, but I feel like they're friends. They're, they live together. He is talking to Issa, offered help, or she asked for help, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Takes Molly out of the situation and the friends. He asks his friend, hey, what's up? Can you reach out to this artist manager for me? And I don't know. I felt like also, maybe this was his purpose this episode or coming back was to like help Issa put this whole thing together. Yeah, I, I'm like, they have that relationship so he can go to him in times of need because they know each other. Um, but yeah, but also though, I'm like, so I'm, I'm just curious and I'm yeah. curious to see how this is going to formulate. All right, main event. Issa and Molly. Whoa. Girl. I mean, wow. Right? But this is the culmination of not talking about it. When you have an issue, when it starts, you have to get to it because girl, now we understand that I don't fuck with Molly anymore that they opened the season with. But I, I, and I text you, I was like, is Molly canceled canceled or I, I mean I know we're trying to get out of the cancel culture but I just felt like her response like when she said you stabbed me in the back I was like okay now I understand 
you wanted to preserve your relationship and you didn't want her asking him for favors through you, right? But you didn't say like, don't ask him to his, his friend. You know, you, you gotta be more specific. You like, don't ask him in any shape or form, find someone else at Live Nation. But I understood Issa's comment as well. It's like, you have this new relationship and you see me working really hard to put this event together. And that is more important for you to preserve the sanctity of this relationship than helping me by asking him to send an email. And he's like, that's all I did. I just sent an email. Like, you know, he, he made no gallant effort to connect Issa with Vince Staples, which I didn't realize he was such a hit, but like, I live in Europe now, so. But no, I just felt like Molly's response was really over the top the part where she stepped to her, had her hand in her face. I'm like, it's not, to me, it's not that serious. And you're at her event in public, loudly yelling at her. And was she the one that somebody thought had a gun? Like, it, you see how your reaction can really, like, ruin a, completely ruin a situation. So I don't know. What do you, now, I, I let you <laughs> So I think I'm the only person who's on Molly's side during this oh. one. And oh. I'm not on Molly's side in terms of time and place because that was not mm -hmm. the right time or place. But I am on Molly's side when I say that Molly has been trying to speak to Issa to defuse this whole situation. And because I have a friend that has that internalizes things and then is a volcano when shit hits the fan because that's all she can take i understood i understood mm. even though i did not agree with it but just like you said this is what happens when you are constantly putting stuff off you can't put stuff off with your friends because it will blow up in the times that you don't think. And also, I did not appreciate the shit that Issa was saying to Molly. They both said fucked up shit, but don't be like, if, if this shit with Andrew don't work out, it ain't gonna be my fault. Like, bitch, don't bring him into it right now. Like, that was too much. I did not think that Molly should have called Issa a bitch. I didn't like that. And the, the reason why this hurt so many people, because I feel like we all felt that scene, was because you thought that it was getting better throughout the whole episode before the blow up right yeah i appreciated molly bringing her food like listen you you gotta eat during yeah. this time i was like yes and even though like you know they're doing a wobble at first he's just like eh, like then afterwards then they get into it and he's like ah and i'm like that's how your friends should hype you up that's how you should feel when a wobble comes on but i also didn't agree with do not talk to the nigga who ghosted you about your best friend before you talk to your best friend about it. Why are you on the phone with Nathan talking about I don't fuck with Molly? Do Molly know you don't fuck with Molly? So why are you? Why do you feel okay talking to him about it, but you don't feel okay talking to her about it? He hasn't talked to you in who knows how long, technically, because we don't know. But in our heads, eighteen months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> in Girl. our heads, eighteen Girl. months, and then all of a sudden you don't fuck with Molly. Well, does Molly know that? And I'm just like, I don't like that either. I used to hate when somebody would talk to their boyfriend about me before you talk to me about it. Now I get it. He's around you and he also knows the stuff that's going on. But if I've been around that much longer, then let me know. Now they did exactly the stuff that we talked about, which was they pulled each other's cards 
and it was so many punches below the belts, both of them. And I just hated that scene. I hated it so much. And I don't think Molly should have said it at that time, but I do understand why she had her wits in because it was fucked up. If I set boundaries, like she said, which she did set boundaries and said, I don't want you to bring him into it. And you still did it regardless if this was your, your event or not. Okay, we and you are not on good terms. So just because you felt like I should have helped you, why don't you talk to me first and let us get through what we have going through also instead of adding it to the plate? So I'm like, they're both wrong in this situation. Is Molly wrong for being upset? No, because she clearly set that boundary. Is Issa wrong for going past Molly through Nathan to get to Andrew? Yes. You could have just dropped the line and said, hey, I just want to let you know I reached out to Andrew anyway. So y'all could have hashed it out then. But you also didn't tell her. And for her to be like, so what's the problem? I think Issa's being so unrealistic by, by acting like she doesn't understand why Molly is upset. And I'm just like, Molly should be upset. If I, can I play? No, okay, go ahead. No, 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 no go get... ahead. No, 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 but no, don't I... lose the thought. Come on. I just want to play devil's advocate because, yeah. you know, uh, I, from what I've seen, even when Molly was at the event, she didn't want to go. She had an attitude. She never really seemed to believe that Issa could pull this off, right? Like, she was making, like, little, di wow, you made so much progress. Wow, you're really putting, wow, you got sponsors? Oh, look at this little mix that you put together. This is cute. Like, I just felt like she never really believed that Issa could pull off this event. And I don't know if she wanted to set boundaries in her relationship or she just didn't have faith that this event was going to go through and she didn't want the, the blame or the embarrassment to fall on her if she put Andrew in this situation to reach out to someone and then it turns out to be janky, right? Because you don't want to look like this is, I set you up with some uh bootleg operation and i i totally understand like they definitely should have talked about it but i don't feel like molly was was true to herself when on thanksgiving Issa was like oh uh can we postpone if it's really important to you and to, like understand like each person needs to to make an effort but you should have been like actually no it's really important to me that we still have this conversation what about another time not just like do you girl and then wash your hands of it like i felt like of course, it's both of them. It's, I'm not saying it's just her, but she is constantly making little digs at Issa instead of pulling Issa aside when they were at Tiffany's house or when uh, she invited condolences to, oh, I'm sorry, condola to dinner. She should have been like, hey, actually, it's really important that we have a one-on-one. -on -one. Do you mind telling her, like, no thanks. I, I feel like she has been sort of like skating by with this attitude so that she can kind of like prove that she's right you know like I don't know if you understand no I, I definitely get it and I definitely did not look at it in the way that you just said it where it was a twofold thing where it was not only am I sounding boundaries but also if you fail I don't want it to come back on me but I want to make the point that Molly's not the only one who didn't believe in Issa Kelly came out her mouth and was like I didn't think you could pull it off and I was like oh I remember I wrote that down as a note because I'm like 
y'all just out here not believing in Issa. But again, this goes back to what we keep talking about. When friends know you and they know your patterns and maybe Issa's always been the one to try to get things and they're like, she's going to be the same old Issa. But so, yeah, I, I get that actually, but I didn't think of it that way. But I still like, if she set that boundaries, don't cross them. And that's just my opinion, obviously. And we agree to disagree on, on this topic because we didn't agree last episode either. And I just see so many people like, Molly, Molly, Molly. And I'm like, uh, it's not all Molly. Like, yeah, it's no, not all it's Molly. Not. I'm yeah. just like, I thought Issa was wrong. But also, just like the black man said, niggas can't never have nothing because Damn. it was too much. It was, I was just like, oh my God. Like, this could have been. It was it was going so well. I just was like, Bleh. oh wow! And then it rained, <laughs> like on top of everything. Why not? Just go ahead and bring that ten percent rain. Just bring it because this is a wrap. And yeah. I I feel I I mean maybe I just like sympathize with with Issa, you know, being the little engine that could trying to get her event going, her block party going. All she wanted to do was put this block party together. She did it. And you just really, you really want your friends and who else to support you and hype you up, even if it seems like it's against all odds. Like, yeah, girl, you want, you want to put this block party together. But right. I, 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 I sympathize with maybe the headspace that Issa was in where she felt like everyone was doubting her. Condola ghosted her. You know, like her friends are kind of poking fun at her and she's still working really hard to get this event together and it had to just be like an immense amount of doubt and pressure to go through that that such a, a big uh, milestone for her with no one really rallying behind her to support her agree i do agree with that also i definitely do yeah i just mm, other ships <laughs> <laughs> other ships other ships um um the assistant what do you think about the assistant girl all i could think is her nosebleed i was like what <laughs> I, i'm just a big fan but i like her i like her like popping up literally i think she just was there to cut the tension like wh- like she <laughs> was explaining the snacks and dude staring at her like I thought she was great. Um, the the press lady who was really a YouTuber with the professional, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. She's like, oh, where can I find your YouTube channel? I haven't started it yet. For all of us 30-somethings who are out here trying yes. to start podcasts and vlogs and content. I mean, TikTok she is us and, and we are her. I was like, yes. I was like, show the struggle. I'm here for it. We are it. all of them. I am here for it. I'm really interested in, in how you felt about the lineup because, you know, I'm not from anywhere near Inglewood, but I don't know. I was really impressed with the music, but. I don't know none of them people. Girl. Oh, yeah, no, you know, you know me. I'm like Soka, Abelbeat, Reggae, Dance Hall. And I was like, who is <laughs> the headline and I was like he must be somebody because he's on Insecure so okay I was like I knew yeah. Schoolboy Q but I noticed that she had local vendors and I was like oh I love this that she's actually putting actual vendors on but other than that no oops <laughs> I was like you're gonna know all these artists and I uh yeah I didn't know anyone either I also I was like Vince Staples should I know who that is I'm sorry I'm too uh, maybe it's 
Generation Z. <laughs> I don't know. Which brings me to our next topic. We, we talk about the the dance. Girl, that was so good. And you know, like I, I was watching the episode, my roommate was sitting next to me, and I was like, "Do you know the song?" Because this these songs are so a part of Black culture. Everyone knows the dance. You know, you play it, and it's just. And it's so, it was such a nice moment, I think, too, especially because Issa was trying to do this for the Black community, and, you know, we, we weren't confident that they were going to show up, but they did, and then they did the dance. And yes. Dance, so yeah. dances, so. Right. So for people who don't know about the wobble, it is an American line dance. Um, which there's, there's plenty of American black line dances. When you go to any type of black wedding, you're always going to do the cha-cha slide. You're going to do the wobble and you're going to do the Cupid shuffle for sure. And then of course the electric slide. But we also know that if you are black in somewhere else, like black British or black European, that you might not know the wobble. Just like we do the electric slide to before I let go and y'all do the electric slide to taste like candy have you ever seen that Sarita have you ever been to that girl that's yeah, their the electric best side man. Song. wasn't that the, at the end of the best man in the wedding episode when they did the electric side to taste like candy didn't they I think so the if, they did, if they did then that's probably where the black British people got it from because you can drop that song and that's what they're gonna do it to because I remember being in Dubai and like that's how I came on the day. I was like this is not the song you do the electric slide to they're like yes it is and I was like oh because y'all phony got it got it no, I'm just playing I'm just playing but yeah no the wobble was like perfect and I, even when it started playing like me and my sister was doing it like it's just that kind of song it's it's a community unity song for show for show um but i'm with isa what i look like wobbling you know like oh <laughs> girl i loved the beginning scene when she had on her do-rag because i'm just like this is just so this is so us it's so our culture um and i just was like thank you i loved the fact that we got to see bear bear that he came to the community event. I love him in real life because that's really one of Issa's longest like friends ever in real life. So if people been following Issa since Awkward Black Girl, which is like her YouTube show, he used to be in the show, in that show, he was one of her coworkers. So we've seen him like be on everything that she does. And I just love that he was in this episode of Insecure because we missed him. We haven't seen him since like season two when she lived at the dunes. And I just was so happy to see him. He is so hilarious. I was not happy to see um her ghetto neighbor with her ghetto son. You know no. I just can't stand them. I'd be like no. no more of her. Get her out of here. I just really be like girl let <laughs> And your son is so disrespectful. Somebody needs to beat his little ass. But yeah, I was just like over that also. Um, anything else that you noticed? Girl, this episode was so full of awkward moments, laughs. But no, I feel like we covered like a really good, we really, this episode inspired us. 
<laughs> and I especially love the part where they was like, get Badu off of here because it was like so timely considering that Jill Scott, Erica Badu had just had their battle the night before in real life. And I just was like, I was so mad at that. But you know, it's one of those at every single event. And I yeah. just was like, I can't. I but then can't. it ends with, I'm selling purses in the back. Girl, bye. That's so it. <laughs> got 50 11 jobs i was like okay girl um and the only other thing for sure is that at the end i feel like nathan should have stayed and he left and i was mm -hmm. like don't let her be like no i got it no you stay you just saw the growth that she had but then again i don't think he has the capacity to be able to really really understand things and i just was like mm, that's why you need to leave nathan where he at bring lawrence back leave nathan where he at Ooh, but yeah i I'm not sure. I'm glad he came back. I'm glad. I think this was the perfect time, space, role for him to come back. But yeah, I'm not sure he's in it for the long run. Nah. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. But yeah, if that's it, guys, comment, like, share. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you are on Issa's side, Molly's side, both day sides. Let us know because <laughs> There's so much there, and it really is leaving us on our toes for this next episode. So, if you want to find us on social media, Sarita, where are we at? Girl, it's something like long AF voice notes on Instagram. Follow, like, share, mm -hmm. comment. Yes, all of that. And make sure you share this with your family and friends. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We can't wait. <laughs> for episode six. Make sure you come back and find us here next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.